Amen. I totally agree. I think that uh, the Lord's already done His work and uh, still doing His work. I trust your heart's troubled for this young man over here. I remember when I struggled that way. And uh, we've come to a time that with this modern soul winning thing, that when somebody comes to the altar, we're supposed to tell them they got saved. And that's wrong as it can be. That's God's business. That's God's business. You can't convict them and you can't convert them. And uh, I appreciate the preaching. May I say amen to what's been preached. I mean that with all my heart. A couple of things that I even jotted down that I, I felt like I wouldn't preach. I told my wife today. I told my wife that uh, I've prayed all evening, Brother Voles. I felt like he had the message tonight. And uh, a couple of things that I made note of while I was preaching. One thing he said, and I'm certainly not disagreeing at all, so I understand my statement. He said that once you've released the truth, you can get it back. And I think that's right based on what he said, that the Lord is forgiving. But my dear brother, and many of you know as well, Brother Billy Mitchell is in heaven tonight. And I heard Brother Mitchell say time and time and time and time again, he said, in all my Christian life, I've never seen one person that ever apostatized and gave up the truth that ever turned around and got it back. And I think that's right. We, we better hold dear. We better hold dear what we have. When we turn it loose, we'll probably never, ever get it back. Judas sold the truth. He sold the truth. And uh, I was thinking while, I was, while he was preaching there, and I, there's not much I'm going to say. I just, there's not much to say. Brother Ronnie and Brother Keith Dwell together has already said, I'm afraid, more than we probably can digest. But I'm not sure we can sell the truth to lost people. We sell the truth to religious people. Judas sold the truth to religious people. And if we're not careful, we'll allow the religiosity of our day to cause us to sell the truth. And so, I think many of us in the same boat tonight, it's our heartbroken desire in these days. I'm the same boat. Church, I pastor the same way. You can't get people. I was thinking about, told me about the truth a while ago about seeing things, and we become such a visual society. You, you don't get the truth through, visu, through your vision. You get your truth through your heart by hearing of the ear. And uh, we've looked at TVs and we've looked at screens and, and cell phones and all that. 
until we can't perceive with our ears. And one of the things Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 13 was those that heard and understood with their heart, heart understanding. It's absolute, it's, it's, it's a necessity. If you're going to hear the truth, you've got to understand that truth with the heart. And when we're fed so much in this world, every day we're bombarded with wickedness and sin. And when we hear that over and over and over again, it, it, it dulls our hearing that we can't hear the Word of God. Jesus said that, uh, he talked about, or Paul talked about in Ephesians 1, that you heard the Word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Not just the gospel of salvation. I thank God for the ninth that I heard the gospel of my salvation. Not just the gospel, but the gospel of my salvation. I heard it before, but it wasn't wasn't the gospel of my salvation. Thank God the nine I heard the gospel of my salvation. Amen. And we sure to God need, we ought, to, we ought to take what we've heard tonight. I preached on that verse of Scripture some years back at our church. And I took some posters and made some things on some things that wasn't for sale. Some things that I'm not, I'm not going to sell. I, listen to me, I will die before I'll sell some things. There's some things worth dying for. There's some things I wouldn't fight about and I wouldn't argue about. There's some things I will die for. I will die for. Amen. Amen. What we've got right here tonight, what's been this meeting tonight, you don't see much anymore. You know why? We've told everybody for so long that God's a God of love that loves everybody and let everybody slide into heaven somehow, someday. It's the law of God. It's the law of God that puts a man under deep conviction of his sin. We've quit preaching the law of God. We've quit preaching what sin is. We've got to hear the law of God. The law of God puts you under the wrath of God. Amen. If you ever get under the wrath of God, most people's problem today is not getting saved. They can't get lost. They can't get lost. They ain't done nothing. Everybody's all right. Amen. Everybody's all right. Ain't done nothing wrong. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll never forget a, a, a preacher some years ago, his daughter. I'll tell you this and sit down. Every time she'd come out when I was in a meeting, she'd get under conviction. Nothing I'd done. Don't misunderstand me. She'd get under conviction every single time. She got to where she hated me. She'd been, she'd been in church all her life. One night she'd come to Alder and she bowed right here and her daddy got around. And I, I don't know how this statement's going to go over. Don't really much care. But uh, everybody's trying to lead her to assurance of her salvation. That's the dumbest statement I've ever heard in my life. You can't lead nobody's assurance of their salvation. You can't, t- you can't make them believe they're saved. They're not saved. I don't care how many Bible verses you read to them. The first evidence of getting saved is the Spirit of God witnessing that in your heart. And she bowed there and they prayed a while. I don't know how many preachers tried to lead her to the assurance, quote unquote, of salvation. And I, I'd seen it go on time and again. I bowed down, by, he, he said, come here. And I bowed down by her. And we didn't talk to her. And I said, Katie, I said, uh, you ever see yourself lost? You ever see yourself a sinner? 
rebelling against God and deserving hell. And she got mad. She looked at me. She said, Preacher, I've never been a bad girl. I've always been a good girl. I ain't no sinner. And I said, Katie, I ain't want to hurt you hard. I want to hurt you. Best thing you can do is get up and go back to your seat. You need to quit praying for God to give you assurance of your salvation. And you need to start praying that God lets you see you're a sinner. You're lost without God. Two days later, preacher said he went into, got up early one morning, found her in the room crying. Heard her crying. He said, I wanted to go to her. He said, but you told me to leave her alone. I believe that's right. Amen. I'm I'm just talking a minute here. I believe it's right. I believe we abort a lot of professions on an altar by bothering people. I do. I may not be going over, but I do, Brother Ron. I believe we do. I believe we just bother them. Amen. They don't need talk to me. They need talk to God. And uh, he said, I left her alone. Heard her about 530 still crying. Just made a pot of coffee. He said, I sat down and began to pray. About nine o'clock, said she walked out of the room, said she said, Daddy had just got saved. He said, I said, What was the matter? He said, I said to her, So I'll tell you what, said she said, I'll tell you what was the matter. Said it was exactly what Brother Buster said. I'd never seen myself lost. Listen to me, if you ever see yourself lost, if you ever get lost, it ain't as hard to get saved as you think it is. It's just getting lost. You, you, you can, listen, listen. I'm not going to take too much time here. You, you, can, you are lost and don't even know it. Way back 30, 30 years ago or more, me and my brother, I, I had worked on a farm and sold a crop and had $750 in my pocket. Went deer hunting with my brother. Walked up through the woods, hunted all day, come out of the woods after dark. Got home to stripped out some old cover hogs I had on, throwed them in the corner, got up the next morning, started to put some, took a shower and put some clean clothes on, started getting my wallet out of my cover hogs, and it was gone. It was gone. And, buddy, when I found out that wallet was lost, I got tore up. The minute I found out it was lost, I got tore up. Hear me a minute, I'm going somewhere with this. When I found out it was, in essence, it was lost yesterday, but I didn't know it was lost. It wasn't until I found out it was lost. When I found out it was lost, then I got tore up about it. Most folk have sat on a church bench and died and go to hell because they'll never get lost. But if you ever get lost, there ain't nobody will have to tell you how to get to to Calvary then. You'll cry and plea and beg until, thank God, you find the one that can save you. Most folk just ain't getting lost. Ain't nobody much getting lost today. Amen. Are you listening to me? Nobody much getting lost today. Thank God for the day I got lost. Amen to God. I got lost. I got lost. I didn't care, bless God, the day I got saved if the President of the United States had been sitting on the front altar, on the front seat, I'd have said, move over. I gotta get into the altar. You ever get good and lost, ain't nobody keep you from crying out to God. Amen. Holy Ghost conviction. We put so much emphasis on a conviction being a feeling. Conviction ain't a feeling. Now you'll get it, you'll get under a feeling. But a lot of, every man in the world's convicted. 
They're already under conviction. Don't look at me like that. That's right. God's done convicted every man in the world. He's done condemned. The charges of God's done been passed against that person. They're already under conviction. The court of heaven, the high sheriff of heaven, the high court of heaven has already brought the charges and brought conviction against every human being that's ever born. It's not till they hear them charges leveled against them. Not against the world, but leveled against them. Amen. You remember when God leveled them against you? God brought the charges against you. Amen. Trying to shut up and sit down. Didn't have much to say, but listen to me a minute. I remember Brother Keith, thank God, thank God, still 41 years later, I can still go back to that night that God brought the charges against me. I realized I was a sinner. I realized I was a sinner. I was a transgressor to the law of God. I'd broken the commands of God. I was a rebel to the cause of God. I saw myself lost as a sinner. Amen. I didn't know how to get saved. Can I tell this right quick? I didn't know how to get saved. I was raised in a heathen's home. I hear you talking about, I hear some of y'all talking about that. My heart so grieves. I was raised in a heathen's home. Drunkards is all I ever knowed. Everybody ever knew in my family, on both sides of my family was drunks. Didn't know nothing about God. Didn't know how to get saved. I'm telling you, I didn't know how to get saved. But I'm glad it ain't, it ain't what you know. Thank God when God breaks that wheel. When that wheel gets broken and you throw yourself on the mercy of the court. I remember Brother Steve. Amen. I remember, I remember when I, the night I got saved. You, you say this won't work. I don't care what it won't work. I know it worked for me. Praise God. I didn't know how to get saved. I didn't know nothing about it. All I know is I wanted to get saved. Now I remember bowing down, thank God, the side of a couch. I'd been down the side in the floorboard of a car, but bowed down the side of a couch, and this is what I said. And it's all I said for 15, 20 minutes. I'm telling you the truth. I said, Lord, I don't know how to get saved, but I want to get saved. I don't want to go to hell. And it wasn't just I didn't want to go to hell. I said, tired of my sin, I couldn't stand it. And I said, Lord, all I know is I heard somebody say, plead the blood. And I said, Lord, I don't even know what that means. And you say, you can't get saved no no more than that. You better not tell God what God can do. Amen. Fifteen minutes, all I said was, God, I plead the blood. Lord, I plead the blood. I said, God, I don't even know what all it means. But Lord, I heard a preacher say, you're supposed to just plead the blood. I'm telling you the truth, we'll never get out of this building. After about 15 minutes of saying, God, I breathe the blood, something began to break on the inside. It was like a dam that began to crack. Amen. And I'm not talking about a vision. I'm not talking about a revelation. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking after about 15, 20 minutes saying I plead the blood, God revealed to my heart that salvation wasn't nothing more than what Jesus Christ died for my sins and would save me if I'd trust Him. And somehow, I can't explain it yet to this day, but somehow something inside of me reached out, praised God, and took what God was trying to offer me. You're here lost tonight. You can get saved when you get lost. When you know you're lost. 
Thank God for the good preaching. Thank God for the good conviction. Thank God for the word of God. I thank, bless God, I'll just finish with what I started with. I have no intention. I was trying to shut up. I have no intention of letting up now. I have, Brother Keith, I have, Brother Paul, no intention. By God's help and grace, no intention. Amen. Brought us too far. Amen. I once was young. I said, I said, shut up. I once was young. I preached it 41 years ago when I didn't know much about it. 41 years later, I've, I've lived long enough now to see that crowd that walked off. You start off as a young family. And you and another young family just like you, your age, got kids like you get, and you try and serve God and go in the church, they'll pass you up. You hear me? They'll pass you up. They'll get the new house. They'll get the new car. They'll get the promotion. They'll pass you up while you sit and at the house of God and go to church and give you tithes. And the devil says it don't make no sense. They're doing better than you are, and they're not serving God. But you hang around a day or two. You hang around a day or two. You'll meet that crowd with two or three divorces and, and a bunch of children messed up. You'll meet that crowd coming back down the road and you're still crawling on. And thank God when their life has fell apart and caved in and everything has crumbled in their life, you'll see you still crawling on. The old turtle Christian will just keep going. And thank God 30 and 40 years down the road, they've still got their wife and they've still got their children and they still got their heart and they still got their peace and they still got their joy and they still got the help in the hand of God. You just hang on. Don't you fret over what they got. I've seen it a thousand times. I've seen that world pass the child of God up and do better than they're doing. But let me tell you something. I've also seen them lose their marriage and lost their children and have to sell their house and the courtroom divide up what mom and daddy had because of sin. You hang on. That's right, buddy. You hang on. You hang on. And I, let me say this. I, I, I said them hushing two or three times. But let me tell you this. I don't care, bless God, if they don't lose it. And I'm not wanting them to lose it. I don't, I, I'd rather die with two nickels in my pocket. I'd rather die with two nickels in my pocket and have what I got in my heart tonight. I'd rather die, bless God, with two nickels. I mean, just two nickels in my pocket. Thank God. And lay down. I saw an old saint of God that I hated. I tell you, I hated that woman when I went to school. But when she died, she didn't have nothing. She's laying on the hospital bed, tubes running in her in her hands, running out her in, in her in her nose, and and she lay there on the hospital bed just a few hours before she died. And the doctor come in and said, "Miss Lamb, what can I get you?" Miss Lamb said, "You can just get me more of the love of God." <laughs> Thirty minutes before she died, she got to sitting up in bed, and she'd say, "Whoa." Doctor said, Miss Lamb, you better lay down. You're going to hurt yourself. Miss Lamb said, hurt myself nothing. I'm going to heaven in just a few minutes. It'll hold you, bless God. It'll hold you, hallelujah. 
it'll hold you. Thank God when nothing else can, when nobody else can stand by you. Thank God the good Lamb of God will be standing there. Amen. For that young man, son, I'm going to be praying for you. What's your name? I'm sorry. Michael, I can't hear. We're praying for you, Michael. We're praying for you. Anybody in this building, don't get Michael on their heart. Your religion ain't got much pumpkin. You remember when you was that way? You get in, son. Jesus loves you. The price has been paid. In full. Amen. 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 Let's stand together.